Welcome to the Multi-Orgasmic Mama podcast where sexy motherhood taboos are broken. I'm Tilly Storm, holistic sex and jade egg coach and tantric sex teacher, all around pleasure and prosperity advocate and mama of two. If you are looking to get the spark back in your sex life and relationship, if you'd like to revive desire and feel sexy again without hormones, years of therapy, or trying things that don't feel authentic in the bedroom, then download my free Ignite Your Desire e-guide at www tillystorm.com forward slash e-guide. This episode is brought to you by the Centrally Embodied Woman Collective. If you're ready to remove all your blocks to pleasure, turn on and feeling confident and sexy in your body through my paid programs and offerings, then head to www.tillystorm.com today. Mamas, it's Tilly here, and today we're going to be talking all about alternative ways to intimately connect when maybe you're in a phase of sexuality where penetrative sex might be off of the table. But before we dive in, I'm going to share a bit today about the different phases of sexuality because this is super important to understand what phase you are in and why you need to understand the different phases that you can move through so you don't get stuck in one phase. Most of us just completely unconsciously move through these phases and sometimes we just get stuck in one not knowing that there's so many other phases that we can go through if we actually just put in the effort and did the work. So the problem with phases of sexuality isn't the phase that you're in. No, 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 no. There's no judgment around a certain phase that you might be in. Each one is perfect no matter where you're at in your journey through sexuality. But the problem arises when you remain in one phase and it's negatively impacting your relationship and If it is negatively impacting your relationship, you don't know how to move into the next phase that could positively impact your relationship, which is a lot of people. And remaining in a phase that negatively impacts their relationship because you're not doing anything about it or taking any actions is where most people get stuck. They give up. They think that there's something wrong with them. They think maybe this isn't the right relationship for me because they can't figure out my sexuality. Well, I'm here to say that sex does not make a relationship, but it sure can break one. I have been in relationships where sex is amazing, but the relationship, not so much. And, you know, if you're seasoned around different relationships, so you've been in relationships with other multiple people, you've probably already discovered this truth for yourself too, that sex doesn't make a great relationship, but it definitely can break one up if you haven't worked through uh, your different ways to approach sexuality. So the key is to consciously evolve your sexuality throughout your lifetime. So you're continuing to grow and expand and to cycle your way through the various phases. Also, I want to make a distinction between these phases of sexuality as an adult versus the five developmental stages that we go through throughout a course of a lifetime around our sexuality. So these phases that I'm discussing with you today are something that we all go through as adults and move through 
usually naturally without our conscious awareness, but the evolutionary stages that happen more on a macrocosmic level, uh, they are another topic for another day, but they're super interesting as well. So I'll save that for a different podcast topic and episode, but today we're going to talk about the phases slash stages of sexuality, uh, and how you can cycle through them and why several of them are very, adept and keen to people who want to learn different ways to intimately connect without having penetrative sex. The first one is resting. So if you're in this stage, you could be in a sexless marriage or relationship, uh, or maybe you're just craving sexual intimacy and satisfaction apart from physical activity. You might find yourself wondering what happened to your sexuality, right? So maybe you just had a baby. Um, maybe you're like, this is the last thing on your mind. And you're just like, I can't even freaking think about that right now because you're resting, right? You're most likely seeking a greater sense of connection, intimacy, and passion if you're in this resting phase. Uh, and you can also choose to be in a resting stage. So if you just went through a breakup or a divorce, uh, maybe you had a big heartbreak that came on. Um, this can often put people in a resting phase or chosen celibacy or something like that. So resting isn't necessarily a bad thing uh, because it can lead when you honor your body and you consciously move through this phase, it can lead to better sex, more intimate and connected sex when you move through it consciously and from choice. Okay. The second phase that I want to talk about is the healing phase. So if you're in the healing phase, you're seeking to overcome your negative sexual conditioning, your trauma, all of the stuff that I talk about on this podcast. Uh, a lot of you tuning in who have been longtime listeners are usually in that resting or healing phase. Um, so maybe you grew up super religious and you're working through shame, guilt, or fear holding you back from truly experiencing sexual pleasure and sensuality, or you might be dealing with physical issues such as vulvodynia, uh, or painful intercourse or any kind of, you know, trauma after maybe a C-section or something or an accident. Uh, and for men, maybe it's around erectile dysfunction, premature ejaculation, but healing can be a powerful stage that takes, it becomes a portal to take you to the next level of sexuality and to bring you into the transformative phase, which I'll talk about in a moment. So the trick with the healing and the resting phase is not to allow yourself to get stuck there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Especially if you have a partner who's in a different stage than you, uh, and they want to have sex with you. So how long you stay in these phases or stages depends on what you need and how long it's going to take to get there. Um, so if you have just had a baby and you need to give yourself that resting phase, and then you, you realize that, wow, my libido is just freaking gone. Um, uh, you know, giving yourself a certain amount of time, usually a year to two might be, you know, what you need, not for everybody, but moving through this stage and to kickstart your uh, sexuality might be needed to get you out of that because none of us are given like a surefire way to ignite our passion and desire after becoming mothers in the first place. Okay. The third stage is the curious stage. <laughs> so if you're curious, uh, you're probably, and a lot of you might be here tuning into my podcast because you have been curious. You just want to learn more, right? You want to learn all the skills. You want to become the best freaking lover ever. You want to learn the techniques. You want to know how to give the best 
oral lovemaking. You want to be, you want to know how to give the best tantric massage. Uh, you're just here and you are exploring and you're really, really curious about learning more. And the only downfall of the curious stage is that you can get stuck into learning all of these things, but never practicing and implementing them. So make sure that if you're in this stage of being curious, that you're actually taking actions on the things that you're learning. Okay. And then the fourth stage or phase is adventure. So you are really, you know, giving yourself permission to experience freedom when it comes to expressing your sexuality. Uh, you're learning to be fully sexually self-expressed in a way that feels authentic to you. Uh, this is where a lot of women want to be. <laughs> they want to experience this, but they feel like they can't because they haven't done and worked through the f- shame, guilt, and fear that keeps them in this phase of needing to heal. And often way, way longer than they ever needed to. So um, also in the adventurous phase, maybe you're really exploring your kinky side. Maybe you're exploring things that feel taboo to you you know, you're just having fun and being really adventurous. And, you know, some individuals in this stage might judge partners who are in that healing or uh, resting phase, and that could put pressure on them and cause issues. So while in this adventurous phase, you really need to be patient and have healthy boundaries with the partner who might be in a different phase than you. And then the last phase is the transformative phase. So if you're in transformation, you're learning how to use your sexuality to transform your day-to-day existence. You're wanting to experience, you know, the, the more to sexuality. You want to learn how to use your sexuality to manifest. Uh, you're exploring Tantra, sacred sexuality. You're exploring the Taoist practices. Maybe you bought a jade egg. And you really just want to learn sacred sexuality and how to make it a transformative thing for you. Now, many of you listening in, like I said, are probably in that healing or resting phase. Uh, but some of you are out there, I know, are just curious and adventurous too. And you're just exploring and discovering uh, some podcasts on sexuality in the first place. So if you're in the resting or the healing phase, you might find yourself especially in need of ways to intimately connect with your partner without the expectation of sex or at least penetrative sex for some time. Now, big warning around this. The one important thing that I want you to know about these phases is that you've got to realize that it is just a phase that you will come out of it if you do the work and honor your body. The key is to identify the phase that you're in and then do what you need to get through the rest or the healing phase so you can eventually cycle your way through the other phases that might be more positive and appealing and fun for you. I have seen so many women in the resting or the healing phase for far, far longer than they have needed to be like literally decades or, you know, multiple decades because they didn't do the work or they half-assed it just by gathering information and not actually taking any action. Uh, Maybe you have been listening to this podcast for a long time and you've never taken any action. Uh, You've never taken any of my programs you've never done any of the work. If that's you, here's my not so gentle nudge to get off your ass and do something. (laughs) Okay, because you can learn all about sexuality, but if you're not actually doing embodiment work and creating a daily ritual around this stuff, if you are in the resting of the healing phase, you're going to be there way longer than you ever needed to. So you can go do all the therapy in the world as part of your healing 
and coming out of resting, but there has got to be embodiment (laughs) and therapists do not teach embodiment work. So here are several ways that you can intimately connect with yourself or with your partner uh, when you are in the resting or healing phase. Okay, so the first one is to learn tantric communication and connection practices together like I teach in my Tantra for Lovers program. Now I can sit here and tell you, yeah, you know, have a more meaningful conversation than kids work and, you know, whatever else you normally talk to your partner about. Just go deeper. Like I give lots and lots of uh, guided, audio guided uh, practices to help couples to create safe communication containers for the time that they're in this healing and resting phase. Uh, But when it's over, you don't need those anymore. And that's a beautiful part of it. And I don't give those away for free. But uh, this is something that most couples need in order to come out of that healing and resting phase. Uh, the second thing is to get your cuddle on. <laughs> like, uh, cuddling is something that's very important. And maybe it's not for you. Maybe you feel touched out all the time because you've got kids uh, or toddlers or breastfeeding, you know, whatever your situation, but just honor that your partner has needs to. Um, and, you know, even though you might have agreed to not have sex, penetrative sex for a while, Um, it's very likely that your partner is going to need at least touch and affection. And that's something that the both of you need to talk about. So uh, number three is to get over your vulnerability blocks and learn to share more deeply. Okay. Uh, Sharing deeply, having those conversations that uh, really get to the root issues um, and that really help you to share more of your truth. The last episode I did was on how to stop censoring yourself. This is what I mean. Okay. Get over the blocks, keeping you from censoring yourself and not sharing your full and total truth. And even if you think you're really good at it, I promise you there is another level of not censoring yourself to be had. (laughs) I have recognized it in my own life and in my own relationships that when I think I'm finally like pro at sharing what I really think and feel, uh, there's often, it, it becomes more subtle. You learn the subtle ways that you're not sharing and intimately connecting, um, on that level. So it just becomes not so much of a, um, a huge thing as much as it becomes a really subtle thing. And once you get used to and attuned to the subtleties of how you're not really sharing your deepest truth, uh, that's what I've found, you know, in my current relationship. So it's very interesting um, that we all have vulnerability blocks and opening up more deeply um, and trusting that we can share our deepest truths and still be accepted and loved and belong. It's so amazing to be able to do that with your partner. Okay. Number four on ways to intimately connect with yourself or your partner is eye gazing or soul gazing. This is so, so simple. Um, I like to call it soul gazing because it's more than just looking in into each other's eyes. But when you're eye gazing, you want to look into uh, your partner's left eye. And when you're soul gazing, it's as if you're reaching into their soul and looking at their soul. So it can be a beautiful, intimate way to connect with the person and really see the humanity in them. 
and to really see them at a deeper level. I make my kids do this with me sometimes. They're, they've gotten a lot better at it lately. So um, you can even try it with your kids if your partner doesn't want to try it with you. Um, a lot of men can be really resistant to you doing uh, things that aren't strictly sexual as a ways to intimately connect. Uh, I should do a whole other podcast on how to get your man to <laughs> do these communication and connection practices and get into um, the maybe energetic and Tantra side of sexuality because so many men are resistant to doing these things. But soul and eye gazing can be one way to gently introduce your partner to um, more energetic, deeper, intimate practices. Okay, number five is to write each other love letters. How amazing would that be if you're in the resting or healing phase to receive a letter and also to write a letter to your partner? such a beautiful old fashioned thing to do that I think is just not done enough these days. Okay. Number six, this one, my partner did, um, he made a jar of notes where you each put in reasons why you love each other. And each of you open a note from the jar when you're having a bad day, or you just need to be reminded exactly why your partner loves you. So we uh, frequently fill out little (laughs) notes of paper about why we love each other. We put them in the jar and then whenever we need, we pull one from the jar. All right. Number seven is learn how to give each other sensual massage. So sensual massage or tantra massage, or there's so many words for it, uh, yoni, uh, pussy massage or lingam penis massage. These are all great ways to, um, connect intimately, uh, but also to help a partner through that healing phase. So yoni massage, lingam massage are very much healing massages or tantric massages to help you heal and de-armor your body from whatever's keeping you from pleasure in the first place. So this can be a beautiful way to intimately connect without penetration. So when you're doing uh, yoni massage, which I have a full podcast episode on yoni massage, you can look that up and also one on lingam massage as well and how to do that. So you can look those up and listen to those separately. But um, when you're doing these massages, especially the one on Yoni massage, if you don't want to be penetrated, you can stop the massage uh, before penetration happens because there's so much like half of this massage is just around the vulva um, and doesn't require any penetration whatsoever. Okay. Number seven is, um, no, I just did number seven. <laughs> so let me go back to forward to number eight. Okay. Number eight is taking dance classes. Dancing is such a beautiful way to um, connect with your partner intimately and to share um, affection. And when we were in Columbia, we just got back this week. Uh, when we were in Columbia, my partner and I did salsa dancing lessons. Uh, he is a quarter Colombian. <laughs> And, uh, it was something that he didn't exactly, you know, wasn't like, yes, let's totally do this. Uh, but he did it because he knew I'd like it. And it was a beautiful way to connect and to have fun with each other and intimately connect without, you know, having actual sex and penetration. So if you are in the healing or the resting phase and you're more than ready to take the necessary actions to move out of the phase into either the curious, the adventurous, or the transformative phase, uh, I want to invite you to my pleasure practices for busy women play shop. That's going to be happening Friday, February 12th. Um, you can sign up for that at tillystorm.com forward slash pleasure dash practices. I will include the link in the show notes. So you can look those up and just head directly to that link to sign up for that class. 
And then I want to give you a reminder, one last reminder, that early bird bonuses, including an extended six-month payment plan, uh, go away for the March Essentially Embodied Woman program. Uh, They go away on February 2nd. So if you want to take advantage, then your time's almost up. You can head to www.tillystorm.com forward slash sensually dash embodied dash woman to apply today. All right, my loves, y'all have a fantastic week and I will see you at the pleasure practices class on Friday, February 12th. Bye.